0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oh, a Podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games, brought to you by O'Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of O'Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the wardrobe manager of (laughs) O'Rock. Wardrobe manager. Would this be uh, having to do with your costume for the Santa Claus game? I think that's the only thing we can talk about. Is that all we've done this past (laughs) month? Uh, there, there have been a few things, don't worry, I got I got some stuff on my list. That's good, because... I got a few things. On my end, I've been doing a few things, but it, the big thing
1: was, uh, I, I went to a costume store, and they only had one Santa Claus costume available, it was like a half Santa Claus costume, because it's May, <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> they're like ten Santa Claus costumes they keep in storage, uh during during the summer months I didn't know this I didn't know this so she said to check on Facebook where they've got a display of all their Christmas uh, costumes and such so I sent that to you and you picked one you like and I messaged them so I went and uh, picked it up and then I got home and I had a problem getting getting the beard to work because the beard kept on slipping because it's a beard the beard looks great but uh, the mustache um just kept on slipping so
0: i don't know yeah, i, I like some of the uh pictures you sent of that where the mustache is directly like in your mouth almost
1: yeah that's crazy <laughs> That was pretty funny so I, I i messaged paul and he had a couple of ideas and i think they were they were okay ideas
0: I, they were bad. No, 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 they were bad. It's all right. We can be honest with everyone. I didn't have, okay, have good suggestions.
1: So your, yeah. his suggestion was a, a special tape, which is actually for toupees. Um, I don't think you <laughs> knew that, but I'm like, well, I guess that's for sticking yeah. hair uh, on your, your hair I mean, face. it sounded like
0: it was, yeah, it sounded like it was something for sticking hair to skin. So I thought maybe there was something there.
1: Yeah, and then the other thing, uh I would have done spirit gum, except I'm renting mm. the beard, so I didn't want to like accidentally mess it oh, up. Oh yeah. But that sure. that would have been great. And you can also use spirit gum for like other stuff, like making fake scars on your face and stuff. It's it's pretty versatile. Oh cool. Anyway, getting back to uh the, the beard, like um I guess my head I can't tell if my head is small or other people just have giant heads. Because those straps had, like, a good two, three inches, um, just from where the, the beard hammock, I'm not sure that's what it's called, there's a little hammock, hammock where you can put your chin, yeah, it's like a chin hammock, it's very nice and cozy, but, um, the no, if I've got hammock. my, if, <laughs> if I've got my chin in the chin hammock, then, then I've got, like, two to three inches of the, the, the beard straps just doing nothing, and so what I had to do was, I I got a hair tie and tied it up above my head just like a man bun, with uh you know the two to three inches of strap. I guess you could say it's like a ponytail too, or a top knot. Mm-hmm. So it's basically what I did with the beard straps. Just pull pulled them as tall high as I could above my head, and then I just tied them together with the hair tie. And that kept the beard in place so I could take the photos. I think the other adventure with uh, taking the photos, it's strange, two strange things. So my wife took the photos and she didn't want to take them in order. Like I had a list of all the various poses we had to do. And what hmm. she'd do is she'd take a look at the list and just pick three that popped out at her. And it's like, okay, we're doing these three. And, and then we we do that. And she'd take another look at the list and, do the the next three that sort of <laughs> popped out at her i don't know why because i thought she would just take them you know in order but no and the other thing i have to say is she wanted extra pictures at the end i don't know if you got a chance to look at them
0: yes yes so i explained doing about your sexy poses Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah. So I explained what a CG was. I'm always like, no, this is supposed to be a dating sim. We need sexy poses. I'm like, I'm not sure (laughs) how. And so we have some really (laughs) awkward sexy poses of like me trying to wink. Um, did, Did you get a chance to see that?
0: Yeah, oh, I'm looking at the ones right now where you're where you're blowing a kiss. That's very good.
1: Yes, and my one eye—I like the one where I'm trying to wink, but my one eye is bugging out, <laughs> and the other <laughs> eye is not
0: because I can't <laughs> wink on command. Oh, and I then, like, like this one I'm looking at right now—you you—you have like both your hands kind of on your chest, on your beard, looking at the camera. It's like a glamour shot almost. Or it's like you're you're looking at the camera like who me? Ah. It's yeah, great. my wife said you
1: need to essentially uh, rub yourself, so we did a couple oh, takes God, of my hand no. on my beard and my yes. hand on my chest.
0: And... Oh, so... yeah. oh, yeah, there's the wink. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Cool.
1: So we're going to have some, some funny outtakes. I don't know if any of those will yes. be used, but we, we have them. Mm. So that's.
0: Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, these are great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that's all I have to report about taking the photos. We we had a bit of a deadline because you could only rent the costume for like uh three days. And like I said, the first day I panicked because I couldn't get the beard in place.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So well, uh, I, I mean
0: it worked it worked out really well. The pictures are great. So
1: they they are now they are now great. Oh oh my gosh, I forgot the most important thing. I had to shave my mustache for this. <sighs> I shaved man. my mustache so, for the, this. It's
0: terrible. The the ways we suffer for our art, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. So has it, has it started growing has it started growing back in yet? No. It's gonna be like a couple
1: of oh, no. weeks before my mustache oh, grows back no. in. Luckily my mustache grows faster than my beard, so it should balance okay. out. But I've I've already oh, had like sacrifice. two friends give me grief about it. So, um, I actually pulled out my phone and showed her all the, uh, the Santa Claus pictures because she knew about the Santa Claus game and thought it was weird. (laughs) It's like, here, check out. I've got hundreds of photos of me dressed up like Santa Claus. (laughs) And she started laughing. And then later on, her husband started giving me grief. And I'm like, yeah, just ask your wife. (laughs) Amazing. But yeah, now, now I've got the Abe Lincoln beard. At least I don't have hair in my my mouth. It's easier to eat now. <laughs> I I guess.
0: <laughs> I think I think your your many many hardships were uh, well. I I they were worth it for me because I didn't have to shave my mustache. I think you did a great job. Yeah. Um, very very excited to start putting these in the game. I actually uh, just earlier today was starting to Photoshop some of the Santa characters uh, for the for the opening scene. Uh, I have two of the characters ready and there it just it already looks amazing. Yeah, so Michael plays the role of a saintly Santa, one of the six Santa Clauses you can date in the game. Um, I spent my month trying to figure out how to make Secret Santa happen. Um so so following up on our discussion last month, I did uh, an open call on Fiverr.com looking for people. Uh, basically, I said, uh, any age, any gender, as long as you have a Santa Claus costume, that's sort of the absolute key thing that we're looking for. <laughs> um, and I got I got several responses. One of the people who seemed very, very enthusiastic about the project, she's like, I already got the costume ready to go. This is going to be great. So I hired her. Um, I paid up front because that's what uh, Fiverr makes you do which uh, I am is a practice I'm now starting to call into question um, because when she sent in the pictures of of this of the secret Santa her beard and hat were just photoshopped on and they were photoshopped on really badly yeah so uh, she did not shave her mustache for this she did not put in the effort <laughs> no. she just photoshopped it i could have done that myself that was that was sort of like i could have gotten a picture of a secret agent and put a crappy hat and beard on him i I feel like this happens with fiverr a lot where i put in a very detailed description of what i'm looking for um uh, and People just don't read it, and they sent in like whatever photos they happen to have sitting on their camera at the time. So I, I don't know how much I want to continue using this website in the future, just because it's it's such a it's a huge waste of time. I, I did I did eventually get my yeah. refund at least. I'm just bitter and annoyed. Um, so so that kind of struck out there with Secret Santa. Um, but then I had uh, some very good luck. Um, I went to yard sales. A couple of weeks ago, so so you guys actually have yard sales now. <laughs> we do, yeah. I mean, it's 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 actually it's almost too hot for yard sales already. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it hit ninety degrees last week. It's awful. It's not good. But yeah, uh, at one of the yard sales, uh, I unbelievably happened upon this this absolutely perfect black trench coat. That looks like something a detective would wear. It was four dollars and it fit me. Uh, I, so, I mean, long story short, I'm now playing the Secret Santa Claus <laughs> because you found the the
1: perfect costume. Because
0: I got the dang Yeah, I already had the. I already had a hat, and I happened to have a fake beard that I was able to put on top of my real beard. Uh, <laughs> You've got to so, yeah. hide your real beard with a fake beard.
1: I, well, I guess that's I what did. I did. Except I had to. Shave, yeah, yeah. So,
0: a yeah. kind of. Ruined the effect of covering my real beard. My beard, thankfully, did not require any shaving. Uh, um, yeah, it was fun. Um, I did not have a photographer for my images, so I had to. I used my cell phone and I set it on a timer and set up like. Uh, it was sort of. I mean, kind of like what I did with Awkward Steve. I made like my uh, a fake tripod out of a chair, a bucket, and some board games. <laughs> Put my phone <laughs> on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of took a long time, because there were a bunch of poses I needed to do, and I was trying to do several uh, images for each pose to make sure I got it right. Um, But yeah, it all worked out. I'm actually really happy with how the pictures turned out. Uh, So, uh, if you've ever wanted to date me or Michael, you'll be able to do that in our new game.
1: Well, it's not us, it's just we're playing characters that you can date.
0: It's true, it's true, And, and actually, I'm not sure you'll even... Be able to tell that it's us.
1: <laughs> yeah, because uh, I also showed your lineup of Santa photos to um, other people, and they didn't recognize me. My wife had to say that I'm awesome. the one in the middle. So somebody who's actually looking at me and then looking at the picture can't tell. So
0: that's funny. We're safe. See, I have. Um, I now have four of the six. Model photos uh, ready to go, just waiting on two more, um, and so far, so good. I'm very happy with the with how everything's coming together.
1: Oh, okay, that reminds me of something random. Yeah. I know a couple of people said we needed to do, like, an FMV uh, dating sim.
0: Yes. Did you and have a thought on that? Ac-
1: <laughs> there actually is an FMV dating sim, right?
0: Oh, yeah, uh, Five Dates, is that what you're talking about? I think yeah, I didn't know called. anything about it, so. Yeah.
1: I thought didn't didn't you have like the script for uh speed hating or something like that?
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I
1: was like, maybe that would be the uh FMV dang sim. Um,
0: That's gone through several iterations at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the uh the most recent version I came up with uh it is an FMV dating game. Oh, good where yeah. uh you go to this what was it? Like you, you respond to a Craigslist ad or someone responds to your Craigslist ad uh, and you go to their house to go on miniature dates with them and their seven identical brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, And they're all like really short scenes, I think. Um, it's obviously very, very strange. Uh, God, what was it? It was called. Oh, yeah. It was called Perfectly Normal Love in the Cool Dudes House. <laughs> <laughs> loving the cool dude's house I, yeah I, I got decently far I, I mean i think i came up with a design uh overarching design um and figured out who all the characters were and i wrote like one of the pathways but um i think i sent it to someone and they said it was too weird so i stopped working on it oh okay <laughs> And it, so it just kind of ended there. But the uh, obvious uh, upshot of a of that sort of game would be that uh, we only needed to hire one actor for it. <laughs> I think that's sort of why I was thinking along those lines.
1: Oh, I thought I thought people definitely wanted the FMV dating sims, so you could. <laughs> I think they wanted multiple actors.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that 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 would be very different. Yeah, I do. I do want to check out check out Five Dates at some point. It looks really cool. I just haven't gotten to it yet on my steam wish list
1: yeah, i think you shared like uh what was it the dating sim where you, you go to the school you need to date um, somebody in the school killed your father and that's why you're there and uh in the meantime you fall in yeah. love and start dating people <laughs> oh, that but you game don't know if awesome. one of them is your killer it, it's like yes that sounds like a great premise i want to do that and I think I have like a similar reference to that in The Mom's Game, but I did that like months before I heard about the the mystery dating sim. Okay, here it is. I'll I'll, I'll quote the uh thing from The Mom's Game. Um yeah. She says, "What if we write Murder at Singles University? The most elite school in the country <laughs> has one rule. No one is a no one is allowed to date ever. That's how they maintain such high <laughs> grades." But when one rule breaker gets pregnant, she must kill to keep her secret. It's
0: <laughs> <That's> pretty
1: good. <laughs> yeah, and so that's just a random, uh, like maybe that could be our FMB dating sim, which we're not oh. working on at all.
0: So. No, but maybe we should be. Oh no. Uh, too many games there's just too many games to make not enough us and i guess that's why that uh yeah. someone was asking last month about uh what we would be able to do if we had more if we were able to like hire people and and expand our team we'd have a little more options there alas yeah you just only do so much at once uh oh yeah it w- oh yeah <laughs> okay uh the visual novel was called who killed my father academy <laughs> <laughs> oh okay well,
1: that's so, very creative title so good um,
0: yeah yeah that was one of the games from the uh itch.io social justice bundle last year and i think it was probably my favorite game in the entire entire set uh were like oh man there there were there were hints of like a doki doki panic kind of game if you ever played that or if our listeners ever played that um I, I would sort of put it in that same category so uh, isn't I mean I'm so game. confused.
1: I thought Doki Doki Panic isn't it like Oh gosh, you're right. Doki That's Doki Doki Mario Panic Dream game. Factory is the Super Mario.
0: You're Super right. Mario Brothers I 2. meant Doki Doki Literature Club. So is that My about bad. actual
1: literature or uh... Uh, it is. It is to start. Oh, okay. And then they stop reading like <laughs> books and it becomes a dating mon. Um maybe
0: yes and well there's there is dating and there is books i would not say that that is ultimately what the game is about uh it's it's wild but yeah so so who killed my father academy i think is is sort of in that category uh and i loved it (laughs) i love everything about that game okay so other stuff with uh too many santas uh oh yeah, Michael and I both had uh, little mini adventures uh trying to find stores uh where we could take uh photos for background images in the game. Turns out, uh much like with the costume shop, there aren't a lot of stores with Christmas displays <laughs> open in Mar or May, whatever month it is right now.
1: Yeah, there were two in like the the, the Oregon area, but they're both shut down. One got destroyed by the wildfires.
0: Yikes. And then the other
1: got destroyed by COVID. So,
0: Ooh. yeah, yeah. I I had the experience that I went to a chain store called the the Christmas Tree Shop, uh, and they there was zero Christmas anywhere in the store.
1: <laughs> really, there was
0: nothing. There was no there was no Christmas. They had several stuff for like the next few holidays coming up, like I guess Fourth of July and Memorial Day. Um, they really should but call but themselves no, the Holiday Store. Yeah. 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 Well, it was also just like a lot of kind of just like general home goods, like kind of like a Walmart kind of store. It wasn't even just like a holiday decor store, despite the fact that it's called the Christmas tree shop. Anyway, that didn't work out. Um, but last weekend I went to a mall and I struck gold there because there was a store that was specifically selling Christmas stuff. It was a Christmas stuff themed store, and they had a big toy section. So I was able to kind of get everything in one there. I was able to get images of, of you know, puzzles and games and stuffed animals, but with also, like, Christmassy decorations on the ceiling and on the walls and in the background.
1: Yeah, uh, we should say that, like, 90% of the game takes place in the main character's toy store.
0: Yes. <laughs> so...
1: Occasionally, they go outside, but it's right outside the toy store too. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I took I took lots of other pictures throughout that mall and another mall too. Oh, we we now we now should have a pretty big image bank to work from for this, which is extremely exciting. Um, One thing I'm starting to worry a little bit about is like, uh, I mean, the the toy store backgrounds necessarily have like copyrighted toys in them. Um, so I've, I've been doing a little bit to try to obscure some of that. I don't want to like blur stuff out cause I think that looks bad. Um, but for example, the image I was just working on today, um, there was like a big shelf of board games in the front, I think. Um, and I photoshopped in, uh, an object that I saw at a different store that was Christmas themed. Uh, it was a it was a Christmas uh, uh, like a Christmas like riding car kind of thing with a skeleton driving it <laughs> wearing a Santa hat. Yeah, well, it feels like uh, either that or
1: y- you photoshop the names of games like you did with Cap President.
0: I was thinking about that too. there was just there was just so many just so too many. I, yeah. for this for this image, at least just trying to hide the stuff was a little easier. Um, but you know, depending on the the image I'm working with, yeah, I, I could also like cut the stuff out and turn them into jokes. Uh, this image also had several uh, logos for uh, Melissa and Doug. That's a, that's a toy company, right? Mm-hmm. There were there were a bunch of Melissa and Doug signs in the store, so I I just kind of uh, removed the text and changed the color and just changed it so it said toys.
1: Melissa and Dog. I don't know <laughs> what we would do. <laughs>
0: Melissa and Dog. <laughs> I I was trying to think like I almost changed it to like like Michael and Katie or something like that. Yeah. Um. But I I wasn't sure if that was too similar. But uh, whatever. Uh, you you should you should have a message and. I see. Yeah. Yeah. That works. That's it's very silly. Good. I th- I saw that at um the skeleton in the truck there. I saw that at a uh, Lowe's last year, and I was <laughs> like that's amazing. I don't know what I'm going to do with this picture, but I need I need this picture in my life. It feels
1: like a almost a nightmare before Christmas thing. I know we've <laughs> yeah, had weird pictures like that before. I know there was especially that one in Cap President where um like, there's a bear who's fishing in the
0: background or something. <laughs> it... That one, I did not Photoshop that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just... it, like, totally yeah.
1: derailed everybody. So I feel like this would be along <laughs> the same lines.
0: Oh, should I Should I not do it? Is it too distracting?
1: I, I don't know. I, I think it looks great.
0: And I, I could also, too, uh, keep the image but not, like, use it in the intro sequence, too, if it ends up just being too too incredibly distracting for everybody.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many different scenes do we have in the. Uh, it's just like ninety percent of the game takes place there, so we could technically reuse the same like three scenes and just cycle them. Oh yeah, the three backgrounds.
0: Yeah, well, I have I do have lots of pictures now, so I'm, I'm hoping that we'll be able to have a, a decent variety of backgrounds. Although, like I said, for each one, I'll have to do a little bit of touching up to uh, get rid of. Any background stuff that we don't really want to be in there, but I mean I mean that's that's something I have to do with all of our games that's not specific to this one It's just that they're all the all the toys in the background are presenting a new challenge anyway, well, I
1: mean, like we've got the skeleton driving a Santa car, maybe the Santa car is just going to run over
0: somebody at some point <laughs> hey it could it's its own separate object on the screen. I could have it move, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes off and drives away at the end of the game <laughs> Oh man, yeah, this is going to distract people It certainly distracted us <laughs> Oh man, that sounds like an achievement <laughs> Um, find, find the skeleton yeah. Santa Claus car Include a, a secret code that if you type it in You can drive the car around Or <laughs> something <laughs> okay so yeah so that was that was something else we've been working on is just trying to get uh photos for backgrounds um i was i was very concerned that we would have to wait until like the end of the year when toy stores have christmas decorations up and take pictures then so so thankfully that that did not uh come to pass that's that's most of the updates with too many santas at at this time um i'm basically just kind of working on the intro segment right now um Sort of getting some of the GUI stuff, uh, the dialogue bar, uh, the menu icon at the top right, uh, music in the beginning, some sound effects, uh, and I'm now just finally actually putting the Santa Clauses in the game.
1: All right. Um, it feels like I also did some GUI stuff with the, uh, Oregon Trail whatever game. Mm. D- did we talk about this last time, me figuring out how to do multiple, um, cursors? Our cursor uh, arrows. I, th- I don't think...
0: I don't think you had figured it out yet, but but you did figure it out.
1: Yeah, apparently... Um, Ren-Pi does it, because Ren-Pi is primarily for, for, for dating sims, but um, I guess people wanted multiple cursors in the game, and they were doing cursors cause f- for idle animations, so they wanted to, like an animated cursor. So, like... I guess they wanted to have oh, the cursor okay. be a heart if you're uh, talking to the sexy guy, or cursor be an angry face if you're talking to the murderer, something like that.
0: Oh, weird. Okay.
1: And um, anyway, I figured out how to do the GUI for that, and I'm already forgetting how I did that. I think it was either options or GUI. I'm going to pull it up right now. But sure. It's the same spot where you define a custom cursor, like in Pizza Delivery Boy, you save the world. We have a custom cursor for the entire game. It's just a slice of pizza, right?
0: <laughs> yes, it is.
1: So, in the spot where you define uh, what what the cursor image is, I, I, you basically put in a, put in extra cursors there. Yeah, config.mouse um, in the, the options area. And normally it's just default, but after that, you can put like a comma and then do magnify or left, right, up, down. That's why I did. So there's a left cursor, a right cursor, mm-hmm. up arrow, down arrow. Basically, let your character move around. So that's how you do it. You're not stuck with the the default cursor. And so that's awesome. What you do in the actual script is mouse, and then you have the name of which particular cursor you want to use in that area you put that in the quotation marks
0: right yeah so you just add that to like the code for the hotspot or object or whatever it is yeah 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 you just say it's just another another attribute for that thing so yeah, you it's might a have spot, a piece of code yeah. yeah hotspot yeah so you might have a piece of code that says what happens to the image ...when you hover over it, and now you can also have a, a piece of code that says... ...what happens to the cursor when you hover over it. That's that's perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's sort of like... Um, ...you can also put an action on there, so... What, ...what I do is it just jumps to a different place. So, like, you've got the up arrow, and you click there, so... ...it says the cursor changes to an up arrow, you know, when you've got the mouse near the top of the screen... And clicking there just moves you forward or just jumps you to another screen where the the background has changed and so it looks like you've moved forward, basically.
0: Right. Right. I know right, you're right. a
1: Perfect. big fan. I, I thought you were a fan of like assigning hotspots and doing it manually.
0: I like hotspots.
1: Doing the hotspot rectangles, because it I'm not oh, yeah. good at that. And so what I've just got is um I did the lazy thing where uh, the top fifteen percent of the screen is always the up, and then the the bottom fifteen percent of the screen is always down. Oh, sure. Oh, that and works same too. With left yeah, that's, and right.
0: Yeah, that sh- that shouldn't be a problem.
1: But I feel like if we do the actual game, you'll you would have have to make like actual hot spots. <laughs> that that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So if like we're we're standing in like. Uh, the middle of a pathway and there's like a trail leading forward I might just like make a little box over the end of the trail that you can click on instead of the entire upper portion entire of the screen. Up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Exactly like yeah. that. Be, be fairly simple. Cool. Well, good job figuring that out. That's awesome. That That's should be great. really helpful. Yeah.
1: And then I've just done a little bit more with the um, the, the Oregon City game. Um, yeah. I think I got up to the first puzzle and then I'm trying to figure out how exactly I would program this, but I'm probably gonna do it do a lazy version of it because because this isn't like the official thing we haven't got like the official yeah. screenshot I don't even know what resolution to pick so
0: let's see what else oh oh i I had something uh kind of fun that um I was going to talk about last month, but we actually ran out of time um, oh okay yeah so good. I, I want to talk about it now. Uh, so, last month, I got to be a participant in uh, a real-life internet court. Like, an actual—so, uh, sorry, it was a study, so it wasn't, like, a real person being tried. It was part of a study with Cornell. But it was, like, literally what internet court is. It was all on uh, Zoom. Uh, and There was defense uh, present, uh, presenting their case, prosecutor, judge, witnesses, everything. Uh, I was a member of the jury for this. <laughs> it was it was really wild. So I'm not uh, allowed to talk too much about what the content of the study was, but um, I do want to talk a little bit about what it was like to be a member of this weird virtual jury. So there were there were eight or nine of us, I think, um, and we were essentially watching uh, a pre-recorded video of of a trial taking place. Um, Uh, We were all we all had cameras on. We were all like I could see all of our little zoom icons on the right hand side of the screen. And it was it was utterly fascinating to just kind of keep an eye on what everyone else was doing while we were watching this court case. Because I would say it was like me and like three other people that were actually paying attention the whole time. Uh, One person uh, was very clearly lying down on a bed under covers, with her eyes closed. What? Uh, another person got up and just left at one point. Uh, one person was just having technical difficulties the whole time, and their screen kept going in and out, and eventually, like, uh, by the end, her whole, like, screen, um, like, the lighting got all funky, so, like, her whole screen went white, basically. You could kind of see a shadow of her talking. Uh, and one person, I swear this actually happened... Was not wearing pants. <laughs> this sounds like... <laughs> it was incredible. It, it's
1: it's basically what I expect Zoom courses to be like in college, I guess, when the people just don't care. Because <laughs> I know the it's, Zoom courses in, in the middle school and, and the, the elementary schools are... Uh, well, I don't know how the kindergarten Zoom courses are doing, but <laughs> I, I think in like... The middle school where the teachers actually have some
0: control over the the kids it's it's a lot better i don't know I, i i just couldn't believe it like this was something we all like signed up to do we weren't like chosen out of a jury pool for this this is something like we all actively found out about and signed up to do ourselves and like three quarters of the people were totally checked out the entire time it was it was wild i took I took a few notes uh, in case we decide to do a game, another internet court kind of game in the future, uh, with, with some of the, the stuff that I thought was particularly funny during this.
1: So maybe it's just like your problems with Fiverr. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like people people should know what they're getting into. They all signed up for it and all agreed, but then they just end up not putting in any effort whatsoever.
0: No. I mean like they told us like in advance how long it was going to be too. They told us exactly what was expected of us and it was still like, "Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to take a nap during this if that's okay with everyone." <laughs> yeah. uh, and they and they unfortunately there was no like virtual bailiff or anything to kind of keep people in line, which might have might have been helpful though. They would have had to like pause the uh the video they were playing, I guess, to do that. Um yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, if anyone's in the Ithaca, New York area, they're, they're only looking for locals to sign up for this. But if you're in the area, uh, I recommend looking into it. It was like the, the Cornell law legal lab, something like that. I think they're still running studies. Uh, so quick plug for that. Cause I thought like, I actually had a lot of fun with the actual, like being a member of a jury part of it. Um, I thought it was really cool. Very kind of enlightening experience for me, since I've never been in, an, in a real jury before. It was it was cool.
1: It feels like something that uh, got mentioned a bit in internet court reviews. People were expecting some sort of jury, and it's like that would involve way more characters,
0: <laughs> which is uh, probably the main reason we didn't do that. Well, we had the idea too. We were we were trying to make work for a little bit of having like a fake chat going on, like oh, in a yeah, Twitch yeah. stream would have been kind of cool but it was going to be an immense amount of work to to make that happen so it, it ended up getting cut would have been would have been kind of interesting yeah i don't know how we would do a jury cuz the the thing with the the way we make these games too is that like it's it's a, it's not like entirely like a zoom call like uh you people have played the game by now you you're not like seeing videos of every single person in the court at the same time you're only seeing the video of the person who's talking Everyone else is sort of represented by an avatar uh that's like a picture of them you' you're not like seeing people's physical reactions as as we're watching people give testimony um uh, so we that would we kind of lose a bit there if we wanted to have like jury interaction for example like i don't I don't know how that would really fit into the game mm-hmm. although i I guess that would be a a way to add a little uh a layer uh to the gameplay is that you're you're not just trying to convince the judge. You're also trying to convince all these individual jury members to give the verdict that you want. And then maybe each case it's like you, you could win or you could lose based on whether the jury is convinced or not. might be kind of interesting, but again, a lot more work than, than we were able to put into this game.
1: I feel like I know Phoenix Wright versus professor Layton sort of toyed with that idea of a jury, right? I don't know if the, the great ace attorney did, But you recently (laughs) replayed through all the Uh. Phoenix Wright games,
0: or you just did some of them? Uh Uh-oh. So my plan was to replay uh, what I sort of, what I at least at the time had thought of as the Apollo Justice trilogy. Uh, So the old Apollo Justice game that came out on the DS, and then the two newer games, um, Dual Destinies and Spirit of Justice. And I have to be honest, the Apollo Justice game was great. (laughs) I enjoyed it so much more now than I did when it originally came out, and I was annoyed at it not being a real Phoenix Wright game.
1: Well, they, yeah, they did Phoenix dirty in that game, but I feel like they if, did. If they didn't have Phoenix Wright in that game, it would still be like pretty beloved, or it'd be way more popular yeah. than it actually is. Oh cause...
0: my, I I think I would have like been into it from from the jump if it didn't do all of these horrible things to poor Phoenix. Because that's got, what bothered me. It's yeah. got
1: a lot of good overarching story. It's got interesting characters and, and stuff. It's basically Phoenix Wright with a different protagonist.
0: Yeah. I mean, the writing's great. The Most of the puzzles are okay. Uh, some of the stuff is a little... I, I actually really don't like Apollo's... Uh, I, I Maybe I've talked about this before. I don't really like Apollo's special ability where you have to like oh. see people's like little nervous ticks. Yeah. i find that really annoying it takes me forever and i've never feel particularly satisfied when i do it i just find that really frustrating i like a uh, uh, athena's thing a lot better actually where in the other games where you have to like notice that people's emotions don't match what they're saying i think that that has a little more a little more like depth to it the apollo things are just like yeah, just scanning a person's face looking for twitches, and it it's takes forever. It's pixel
1: hunting, and...
0: Yeah, yeah. It
1: would be better... Well, also part of the problem with Apollo's thing is, like, the pixel twitching only takes place over, like, say, three words of the sentence.
0: Yes, yes. Which
1: just makes it all the worse, because you don't know which words are the ones you're looking for. And so, you... And in
0: some cases, yeah. you don't know which piece of testimony either, so you might have, like four pieces of testimony you have to pick which one you think he's going the person's going to twitch in and then you have to find the specific line of like three or four lines that they're twitching in and then find the spot where they're twitching ah it's Aww. horrible but yeah my my overall takeaway was that i mean the writing in that game which is one of the things i love most about the series was was just as good just as polished as uh, the original trilogy and i was cuz i think they had the original surprised.
1: I think I don't know if they had like the original um localization team but definitely the original author of the Phoenix Wright trilogy. Yeah. So you can kind of tell it's the same author cuz games 5 and 6 are written by different people and you can tell hey this is
0: a totally different author, right? Yeah. Well, I think we made the joke like when when those games first came out was that they felt like they were like translated or localized by the intern and playing it again it still feels like that. Like, it feels like it was almost like Google translated, right? Like, that someone mm-hmm. just did a very rote translation. They didn't have someone editing it that, like, was trying to make it sound like it was, you know, natural written English. It just, it's a huge, huge departure from the, from the other four games just the writing by itself. Not the story. The story, I got the impression that the story was probably fine, but I was just so bored by the utter mon- mundanity of, of the way it was written that I couldn't, I gave up. I stopped like halfway through that The uh, Spirit of Justice, cause it, or sorry, Dual Destinies, just because it was so achingly dull. So, so bad.
1: Yeah, I also feel like Dual Destinies is sort of, I guess crippled itself by having case four and five be the same case sort of mm. there's not enough difference between the two of them to work and I'm not sure that story was good enough to be two cases
0: also it took me until this playthrough to realize one person's Apollo the other person's Athena both Greek mm-hmm. names or Greek gods or whatever yeah uh, I did not realize that before Anyway.
1: Yeah, well, that was the hardest that the localizers worked on. Was uh,
0: Oh my god, and I, I didn't even get to friggin' Spirit of Justice in the, in the terrible, terrible names that they gave everybody in that one. Utterly un- inscrutable puns that they came up with for, for every character's name. Well, I'll I'll be your guide with a bunch of weird hyphen uh, apostrophes in it. That yeah. guy, yeah,
1: that's horrible apostrophe ball. So that's horrible. Oh that's probably supposed to be that's horrible.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh it just makes me so sad. <laughs> I'm just, I've I've already like like a fool. I've already pre-ordered uh the the great Ace Attorney uh for Switch, um. Please, I hope that they put more... They, they, they got their, their best people working on the localization this time. because It was just, just no good. Well, I mean, I feel like they sort of
1: hit a brick wall when it came to uh, the, the prosecutor for Dual Destinies, who's this Duh. very specific type of samurai, which
0: um, is not commonly known. Oh, and was, Is that the one, too, where, like, I I don't think I got to that case, or maybe that was Spirit of Justice, but there's a case in one of those games where, like, the big reveal is, like, you thought it was this type of noodles, but it's actually a different type of noodles. Aha! Yeah, Udon
1: noodles, <laughs> and, uh, oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> yep, that was the throwaway <laughs> case in Spirit of Justice, case number that's three. It. Yeah. I mean, I, I, they're probably responding to fan criticism with that, like, that's sort of... The way fandom is trending is that they want things to be as close to the original as possible, right? Like, they want it to be the authentic game that the original writers created. Uh, and, I mean, I guess <laughs> this is what happens. I don't know. It feels like... Because I know,
1: like, in the um, the original trilogy, Maya's, like, noodle fetish was turned into a burger fetish. <laughs> But I feel like Apollo Justice was able to do that. Because there's like a noodle case. Noodles are like big on the second case of Apollo Justice. Yeah. But they were still able to have noodles and have it localized and make sense. Like it it didn't come across as a super uber Japanese thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It it would have been worth whatever they paid whoever did the first four games to get them to do it again. That person, that team, whoever—they need them back. Yeah, because it really like I, I so that that's what I was saying. I was thinking of of the three games initially as as a trilogy. It's really like Apollo Justice Ace Attorney is its own thing, and then there's these other two bad games afterwards. <laughs> uh, and also, Athena Sykes has no character. I'm sorry. I want to. I like. I went into this game thinking like, okay, I'm giving all these new people a chance. This is going to be great. And she has no introduction. Her introduction is like, okay, and here's Athena, and she's going to do legal stuff, and like that's it. We don't know who this person is. I guess we probably learn at some point, but it was just like so wild to me. Yeah, the you way get that she had utterly child. no intro. Yeah, utterly no intro. But her game mechanic was cool, so that 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 helped a little
1: just trying I'm trying to figure out what on earth happened with that the case <laughs> in spirit of justice the, the noodles case the noodles case is, is Bucky wet because he makes <laughs> it's about soba shops and then um, it's the soba shop uh, is the victim and he was giving stuff for uh, Yosei which is a theater for performing Rakugo it's like which is just so heavily japanese i don't even know what those things are i
0: don't know see they could have so, localized it to be like an improv troupe or something they could but have i guess yeah then tried. people like, then there's different views on on what people want from these games cuz there there've been a lot of criticism of Betty's attorney for uh, for localizing everything to be about california they don't like that they want it to be authentic but when they do these authentic translations uh it's it's inscrutable <laughs> I don't know. I was looking through my tweets to try to remind myself of what I thought about these games when they originally came out, Uh, and apparently uh, this this checks out. I think I really enjoyed the Goofy Ramen case, but it was just because I was so baffled the entire time. I was like, nothing here makes any sense. This is so weird. This is so dumb. The twist is insane, and I think I enjoyed it because of that, and the rest of the game was just kind of dull and yeah. Uh, oh, don't even get me started on the Kingdom of Karain. <laughs> oh, man. I, don't, I still don't know what that is.
1: Okay, so I've got it. So, uh, Bucky Wet, apparently his name is s- supposed to be Buckwheat, which obviously is used to make soba. Obviously. We, we knew that, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Whereas this Japanese uh. game is... Uh, his Japanese name is... What is this? Susuru, which means slurp. And then his last name is <laughs> it's pretty good, Uchitate, which means freshly needed. And I guess that totally makes sense if you you work at the oh, why noodle store his and making slurp.
0: Go. Why didn't they name him Slurp in this version?
1: Like uh-huh. Slurp Need would have been so. That actually oh, would that's have been good. a great name. Uh, yeah, gosh. Let's let's not yeah, use well, the actual like literal pun and make a worse pun that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the great Ace Attorney was actually written by the same person who wrote the four, first four Phoenix Wright games. Yeah, so maybe but who it, maybe did maybe the
0: translation? Maybe, yeah. Uh, see, that's the key. I don't know. We're going to see. I, I'm almost certainly going to play it anyway but i think if i see a lot of reviews that talk about how bad the writing is i might just cancel the uh the the pre-order in frustration but i guess we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there (sighs) i'm so angry right now i can't believe you did this to me
1: i'm so sorry
0: i let's get the listener question (laughs) i i repeat i repeatedly fell asleep while trying to replay dual destinies i just i couldn't I just couldn't. I tried so hard. Alright. Uh so <laughs> we have uh we have a listener question this month. Um this is from Timothy Mark submitted in our Discord channel, which is a thing that exists. We're using it to record right now. Uh, Timothy asked, How uh have you ever had any major creative disputes? And how did you resolve them? Um I've been thinking this question over, I haven't really come up with any good answers. Can you think of anything off the top of your head? No. um, I feel like... Oh gosh, we can't talk
1: about the thing we've been going back and forth on for the uh, past. No. But there's like a two to three page script that we were that doing writing and rewriting, and uh, I think what happens is eventually one of us just decides it's not worth it and stops. <laughs> trying to, you stop trying to add um, friends' references to the scripts or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I, th- I think I think we have a, a pretty good rhythm with with our revisions because I feel like like you send some stuff in, I make some changes, uh, you make some changes, goes back and forth, but we we get to a point where like if. If, like, you – if you make a change on something and I, I, I don't think the change is, is like, what, what I'm interested in, I don't just revert the change. I try to come up with a different idea on top of that because if you're changing it, that means you you didn't really like the original idea all that much. So I, I think we're we're pretty good in that respect. Like, we're usually not that pushy about things. We're like, okay, you didn't like that. I'm going to – I'll try a different approach then.
1: Yeah, I I was say, it's a Santa Claus game. You said we were basically just rewriting each other's jokes about murdering Santa Claus or something.
0: <laughs> no, it's fun. But I, I, th- I think what you, what you just said was, is absolutely correct. I think, like, I think we're both pretty good about saying, you know, whichever one of us feels the strongest about this, we'll go with what that person says. <laughs> and, I, and I think that usually works out really well yeah like we and we neither of us like really push too hard for any specific thing, like if the other person doesn't like it, there's probably a reason for it, and it probably doesn't work
1: I mean it's also yeah, if we've got a script that's like a hundred pages long, then well, yeah. like one particular line of script generally is not worth like having a huge fight
0: over it's true, yeah, so major creative disputes i i I honestly don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we've been pretty good about that. Um, and Timothy also had a, a bonus question for us. Um, what's your favorite comedy game that you didn't make?
1: Oh my gosh, I was trying to think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I know somebody like tweeted at you today with a thread about adventure games. I oh yeah, reading yeah that was pretty interesting. Through the comments on that, and what people thought are good in adventure games, or what they hate about modern adventure games, and I saw some comment saying that comedy just doesn't work in uh, current adventure games. They said all, like, the major adventure game studios tried it, and their comedy games failed. And I'm like, what comedy game adventure games were there recently
0: that have failed? Uh, I don't know. I don't know specifically failed, but, like, uh, what was it? Daedalic had the Deponia games not too long ago, and those were actually, I mean, those were successful enough that they made four of them, so.
1: Yeah, it also feels like, um, it also depends on what your your sense of humor is,
0: too. Sure.
1: So I feel like with a lot of the old uh, older adventure games, like, if you don't like the jokes in, say, Monkey Island 1, it's really, it really kind of ruins the game, and I could see that yeah. happening with, um, well, you know, like a modern, uh, point and click adventure game I don't know it's, it's tough because you know um, we sort of had to strike this balance with the pizza delivery boy who saved the world like if our main character is telling jokes at the expense of everyone and everything that happens it's hard for that to be the case and have our main character not be just a huge jerk
0: yeah, that was that was something we, we put like a specific effort into when we were when we were putting that together. We we're like, all right, let's let's make this guy like not super snarky most of the time, until like the very end when when uh, when he gets fired from his job and he it just like he totally snaps. Then he becomes Mister Snarkmaster. But up until then, he's he's a very kind of kind of sincere character. Yeah. yeah,
1: I feel like more of the uh, adventure games. It's I guess more of the. I don't know, I, I've only seen like really grim I guess, humor I think the biggest adventure games I've seen recently are just they're all like R-rated adventure games and that's not really my type so I don't sure. like playing them but that's a completely different type of humor too Oh well, yeah, Life in Stra- Life is Strange is like the biggest most recent adventure game I think, right?
0: Oh, I love I love Life is Strange
1: Oh yeah, no, it's super popular.
0: Everybody likes it. Oh, gosh, that was yeah. just
1: 2015 though. They they've been making
0: more though, right? They have. So there was uh, there was both a prequel and a sequel to Life is Strange, uh, and the company Don't Nod has made uh, several a few other games that have come out recently. Um, Lizzo and I just finished playing um, a game called uh, Tell Me Why uh, about uh, a pair of twins. They're like twenty-something woman uh, and her trans brother, uh, and and sort of the hook of this game is that they have special twin powers they can use to communicate with each other and and look into each other's memories and stuff like that. It's actually really cool, um, but also quite sad, as as is becoming uh, Don't Nods' uh, trademark as of late. Just, just, uh oh. I remember I I complained about that with Life is Strange too. Well, I guess not complained, but it was I, I think I talked about how oppressively sad the game was. Um, and tell me why has a little bit of that, but it's not not quite as bad. Anyway, yeah, they've had, they made a lot of games. <laughs> um, so so comedy games. What comedy games do you like, Michael?
1: Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember the two games. Gosh, Royal Royal Trouble and Royal Trouble Two. Those were pretty funny games. It's like this prince and princess, and they're sort of snarking at each other the whole time, and I thought it was funny i toyed around with doing that for the oregon trail game so it would be that the the husband and his wife are basically talking to each other and she'd be on the phone and you know he'd call her for help and she'd snark at him but that (laughs) totally didn't end up in the game
0: so so my answer would be the uh the classic lucas arts games um Obviously, definitely Monkey Island, uh though specifically Cursed has always been my favorite. Um Day of the Tentacle, Salmon Max. Um that's that's sort of the obvious Paul answer for that. Um uh, more recently, uh Michael, have you played Jackbox at all?
1: Oh yeah, that is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I played the one the fibulator, yes. the fib one.
0: Uh fi- fibbage, yeah, fibbage. Fibbage, yeah, I
1: played that. <laughs> that was that was funny.
0: But yeah, I would say those games are are funny in themselves, but I think the real humor just comes from like the weird fit answers and things like that, and drawings and whatever that people come up with. Uh, I think those are super funny. Um, and the other the other game I wrote down is one that I, I don't think anyone here is going to know what I'm talking about either. You definitely not you, Michael, or anyone that's listening. Uh, there's this game on PlayStation Three called Pain. <laughs> so dumb. It's a game where. Uh, you launch people into a city with a giant slingshot and you try to cause as much havoc and destruction in the city with that person's body as you can so you'll like you'll try to aim high and launch up into the air and have them like grab onto a helicopter blade which will which will put the helicopter off balance you let go you'll go f- smashing into the side of a building you'll uh f- fall down, knock a bunch of crates over, set off some fireworks that'll blow up other things around you. Um, you're, you're basically trying to cause destruction and cause pain to your character. Like, you can grab the underside of a car and get dragged around by it, stuff like that, uh, and you keep going until your character no longer has enough momentum to keep moving. It's, it's an absolutely in, just wild game. Um, I don't even know if you can still play it anymore because <laughs> it's on PS3, but... Uh, that's a game that that was like one of my go-to party games for a very long time. Uh, I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at ArgoFumph, spelled exactly as it sounds. Uh, You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit oralrock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is by Fifth Avenue. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally... If you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at oarock.com. Is there anything you'd like to add, Michael?
1: I just remembered a sort of sad story. I guess it's not that sad, but uh, this past month my family members made fun of me for having the Super Lawyer 64 t-shirt that has my (laughs) picture on it. So, like, at least I don't walk around with a t-shirt with my face on it that says I'm a lawyer when I'm not. (laughs) But I don't normally wear that shirt. It's just been hanging in my closet for years. It's not like I wear it every Friday or something.
0: You should tell them that I have that shirt, too, and I do wear it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I was saving it in case I had to re-record stuff. So I guess now I could move it to the uh, wear everyday shirt pile, (laughs) I I suppose.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's a great shirt. <laughs> as soon as we get our merch store set up, that'll be the first thing in there. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, bye everybody. Bye. The story will be told. Go! <laughs> Dead Santa <laughs>